Hey there, listeners, and welcome back. It is currently Wednesday, April 22nd, and you are listening to today's episode of the 5-Minute Drill, brought to you by Out5 Media. As always, I am your co-host, Darian Phillips, and I am joined by Mr. Simran Sandu. And Simi, over the past week or so, we've been mentioning another small business stimulus package that's been in the works, and it sounds like they may have finalized the details on that. So why don't you start by filling our listeners in on the latest with that situation? Well, Darian, for the first time in a while, Congress is moving fast to get things done. And by that, I mean a $484 billion aid package for small businesses and hospitals just passed in the Senate yesterday evening. And in it is now headed to the House where it is expected to be approved on Thursday. Even President Trump has announced his support via Twitter, which is no surprise, but it is definitely promising to hear. And while the House works to sign off on that deal, we're also seeing the Trump administration begin to consider some ways to offer aid to struggling U.S. oil companies. As of now, it seems the Trump administration is still weighing their options and will try to figure out how to handle anticipated opposition from congressional Democrats who aren't too fond of using stimulus funding for the oil industry. And in other oil-related news, yesterday, Texas regulators declined the proposal to limit oil production in the Lone Star State and have deferred further discussions on the matter until May 5th. And switching gears over to something a bit more controversial, President Trump announced that he's going to sign an executive order that would prohibit immigration for the next 60 days. The president supported his decision by essentially stating that with unemployment as high as it is right now, he just wants to protect American jobs. But it is worth noting that the executive order wouldn't impact immigrants already living in the U.S. or foreigners coming on temporary visas for work or travel, which does include H-1B visas. But there's certainly been a lot of pushback since the announcement. And if we take a quick look at what's going on in the markets, we'll see that they were demoralized by the plummeting oil prices yet again yesterday. Both the Dow and S&P fell by roughly 3%, while the NASDAQ dropped 3.5%. However, strong earnings from a handful of companies helped shield some of that damage. And speaking of that, here's one company that everyone's been waiting to hear about, Netflix. They just reported earnings, which were a bit lower than expected, but they did post revenue of $5.8 billion for the first quarter, which did surpass analysts' expectations. But the number that really blew investors away is that they added 16 million new subscribers, which is twice as much the company had initially forecasted. Similarly, Snap reported significant increases in both revenue and daily users. According to CNBC, the company brought in $462 million, which marked a 44% increase in comparison to the company's first quarter earnings last year. And as a result, Snap shares shot up by 20% in after-hours trading. And last but not least, Chipotle announced that first quarter profit fell about 13%, but its online orders have jumped 80% and now account to 26% of sales. Ultimately, costs such as labor, delivery, masks, and other supplies weighed them down. Anyways, it wasn't all sunshine and rainbows in the private sector yesterday, particularly so for Virgin Australia, which just entered bankruptcy administration after Australian lawmakers refused to offer financial aid. And sadly, listeners, this marks the first major airline in the Asia Pacific to go under as a result of the mayhem that this pandemic is wreaking on the airline industry right now. And while we're talking about the travel industry, Expedia is nearing a potential deal to sell a stake of the company to PE firms Silver Lake and Apollo Global Management. The investment is expected to be approximately one 
$1 billion, according to the Wall Street Journal. However, it is worth noting that the deal could fall through as Expedia may try to raise funds in a different way, which could even include a public debt offering. And as we wrap things up today, listeners, let's take a quick stroll through the sports world per usual, where we'll see that Rob Gronkowski has not only decided to make his much-anticipated return to the NFL, but will also be joining his partner in crime, Tom Brady, down in Tampa Bay. At this point, I wouldn't be surprised if they even snagged Belichick, too. I think they're all just getting a little tired of that weather up in Foxborough. Hey, I think we could all benefit from some sun right now. But anyhow, folks, have a great rest of your day and make sure to subscribe on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. And as always, we do look forward to catching you bright and early Thursday morning as we continue our journey to redefine how you experience news. Thank you.